Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. John chapter 1, verse 42 says, He brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon the son of Jonah, and you shall be called Cephas, which is by interpretation Peter. Now Andrew, once again manifesting the reality of the presence of God with him, brings Peter to Jesus. He didn't try to translate the whole of the Christian message to Peter. Nor did he attempt to be Peter's spiritual guide. He just got him to the master. And that is what we're called to do for those around us, gang. Now, many folks uh, would somehow uh, read this passage and come to believe that this is uh, essentially telling them to get that someone to their pastor or to their church, which I understand, of which no doubt is meant well. But... This church and their pastor are not the answers. Christ has the answers. He's the only one who can do for the lost. I can't do that. Our goal is to get them to Jesus. Now, Jesus does something here that we might find strange or unusual. Again, he gives Peter a new name. Now, if we stop and we think about it, in many ways, Jesus does that for all of us. Upon receiving Jesus, we all kind of get new names. Before we were John Sinner and John Saint. We're all adopted now into a new family and rightfully take upon ourselves the new family name. Now we are John Christian. It is who we are now above all things. Above American, above our vocational or professional names, before any other label that we might embrace, we are Christians just children of God with a home somewhere other than where we live temporarily in these bodies. Even individually, our name changes. Maybe your name was criminal or drunk or druggy or womanizer, but Christ has given you new names, saint, servant, teacher, preacher. Verse 43, on the next day, he was determined to go out into Galilee, and he found Philip. Jesus said to him, follow me. Now, Jesus coming upon Philip at a heavenly predetermined time and place, he says to him simply, follow me. And what a remarkable thing that is. And also, what a remarkable thing is that's not said, because there's no record here of any theological debate or apologetic discussion. Such things rarely, if ever, result in a committed life with Christ. For faith, you see, finds its home in the heart, not the mind. There also is no promise of comfort or a life of material wealth or a warranty of prestige and ease. Christian, there never is those things. So do not fall to the trap of lies that is so often and easily propagated in many churches today. You know that lie, the lie that uh, a Christian um, promises uh, all these things and more, or being a Christian promises all these things. These are simply 
more attempts of Satan to corrupt the truth of Christianity and to cancerously weaken the foundations of the faith. It's a scary thing to observe, for it is not from outside. No, as we might expect, rather from within, where so many are blindedly uh, ingesting whatever is simply put before them, not being good Bereans, but bracing what is, in essence, the gospel of the flesh. All we are given is, follow me. You know, it's a little unnerving, often causing us to ask follow-up questions. Um, follow you, but where are we going? Uh, how will things turn out, Lord? Um, what will the journey entail? But no answer will be forthcoming. Because you know what? It's impossible to please God without faith. Hebrews 11.6 tells us that. Verse 44 says, Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. And Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? And Philip said to him, Come and see. Now Philip, avoiding a rather lopsided Christianity, is exercising what can be seen here uh, as a balanced life of devotion and service. You see, we're not saved to be biblical intellectuals or debaters or mere churchgoers. No, it was and is, and is always God's intention to make us workers in and for the greater kingdom. Philip indeed walked with Jesus. But he also stepped up to be a witness for Christ. He and all the apostles had the heart and the life of a servant. It wasn't a philosophical idea. No, it was a daily lifestyle. Now Philip, he finds Nathaniel, apparently one of his buddies, and he says, we found him. Nathaniel's response was, <laughs> one of typical skepticism, he's like, Nazareth? Are you kidding? What can come out of Nazareth that's worth anything? Now, please notice that Philip did not say, we found it. No, Christianity is not an it. Christianity is not the answer. Such is not the magic elixir or a lucky rabbit's foot. Christianity is a person. The person of Jesus Christ, our walking with him, our believing in him, and our proximity to him, all of these things changes our lives. You see, Christianity is not a creed or a system. Christianity is Jesus. For those of us calling ourselves Christians, we can say, we found him. We found him. And again, Nathaniel is called to come and see for himself. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said about him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. And Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? And Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. And Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. And Jesus answered him, Because I told you I saw you underneath the fig tree, do you believe? <laughs> you will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Most certainly I tell you all, 
Hereafter you will see the heavens open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Jesus, exercising the fact that he knows all things about all men, speaks to Nathanael concerning the very essence of Nathanael's personality and being. That must have been, as it is with us, both exhilarating and discomforting at the same time. How could this Jesus know me so well? Even while believing that we are hidden from the public eye as was Nathaniel underneath that fig tree, you gotta know today that Jesus sees everything. Physically, spiritually, right to the depths of our soul. Nathaniel was naturally impressed. But Jesus, well, Jesus says, oh, Nathaniel, you know, you've seen nothing yet. Nathaniel, walk with me and I will show you things that few men will ever see. Now, we're blessed enough to know the rest of the story. Indeed, what a wild and crazy ride that was in store for Nathaniel and his brother. Those of us that have also followed this Jesus, we too can attest to the truth of this statement. In the wonder of what we have seen, we too exclaim, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.